Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Going Greyhounds. My name is Kat Ernst and I'll be filling in for Matt Jackson again today as we talk all things greyhound racing for the next 30 minutes. It's a big week here in New South Wales. Uh, the finals of the National Sprint and Distance Championship at Wentworth Park this Saturday night. The home state is the favourite to take out both events. Super Estrella is $1.65 with Tab in the staying, uh, in the staying event. And Simply Limelight is the $2.60 favourite for the sprint, and we're going to have a chat to his trainer, Peter Rogers, in just a moment. Um, there's been some big news around the sprint race, which has been uh, rocked by scratchings. Both the New Zealand and Queensland representatives are out, meaning that New South Wales will have four contenders in that race, Simply Limelight and Good Odds Cash, uh, with Ritza Donna and Bennett Neg coming in as the reserves. Aside from the Group 1s, uh, we're also going to have the National Straight Track Championship at Richmond on Saturday morning, uh, the home state represented by Mr. America and Extra Specialism. Um, that race is at Group 3 level. Uh, around the state in the past week, we've also seen the Tab Million Dollar Chase kick into top gear with heats and finals at the regional centres. Uh, and a little bit later on the show, we're going to have a chat to Peter Lagogiani with, um, he's got um, French Martini, uh, who was brilliant at Gosford last week. But first up, we're going to start off with the National Sprint and the race favourite Simply Limelight was ultra-impressive winning at headquarters on Saturday. Racing. Bandit Ned Lid ping from the outside. He's looking to carve over. Zipping Kyrgios is showing speed. They're three abreast at the first turn. Mickey Doo gets underneath them as well. Past the pen. It's Bandit Ned and Mickey Doo having a bump. Simply Limelight goes up the rail and blew the whistle. Four lengths away to Black Firebrand. Zipping Sapporo's well back. Zipping Kyrgios checked out of it with Zipping Alabama. Simply Limelight the leader. One in front of Mickey Doo. Bandit Ned deeper out but Simply Limelight in rare form. Simply Limelight Limelight wins again. Simply Limelight by two on a photo. Mickey Do and Bandit Ned, not much in it. Back fourth, not sure. Zipping Alabama, Black Firebrand all there. That was Simply Limelight having his final run in preparation for the National Sprint this Saturday, and he won it in style. We're now joined by his trainer, Peter Rogers. Good morning to you, Pete. Good morning. How are you? Very well, thank you. Um, before that night, of course, he qualified for the national final by uh, winning the New South Wales Sprint on August 11, and he's now won six straight at Wenny. Uh, you must be thrilled with how he's going into the Group 1 this week. Yeah, very, very thrilled. Um, every, everything seems to be in place and in order. So, you know, we'll just see how the race pans out as we go forward. Now, this fellow, he's shown a stack of ability since day one. You took him through the... Uh, the Maiden series there at Golden Easter Egg time. Take us back to how you came to get him and uh, when you knew he was a little bit special. Well, I trained his mother, um, Guiding Light. She was a very, very good short horse pitch. I think she had something like 18 starts for 10 or 12 wins or something. Um, and as a retired because of injury, but a very, very smart pitch. And uh, I trained her for George Turpin now. And uh, when George bred her to uh, Kinlock Bray, um, of course, I got a pup from that litter. And um, that, that's, you know, that's how I acquired um, Simply Limelight. And he broke in very ordinary, but as a lot of dogs do, that, that's, that's an old chestnut. But, but as I say, he just progressed very, very quickly. And then the old boxes at Richmond at 400, the first time he went out in 2250, and straight away I thought this is a very special dog, and he's just gone on. And he's become a special dog to us anyway, and he seems to learn every single time he goes around. But a desperate fencer and desperate for the inside. Going back there a few months, he was racing without much luck there at Wentworth Park, but were you always confident that he'd bounce back to his best once he sort of figured it all out? Yep, I was 100% confident he would. I know the dog. 
And the, um, it was always niggling in the back of my head to put him over 700 metres, but I thought, no, he's, he's, he's better, better suited over the 500 for the first initial part of his career. He's only 26 months of age, and he's been through, you know, quite a few big races, and he's learnt a lot from that, and it's... Um, you know, detriment to some of the other dogs in his race because they're good dogs. But in those lower grades, sometimes you get knocked around more than you do in the top grades. You know, they race straight and clean and just is a better contest for a fast dog. And six wins in a row, um, what do you put it down to? Is it just that he's figuring out how to be a race dog? Absolutely. He's just figuring out how to be a race dog. And um, his just determination is just, just, just unbelievable. He's just such a determined race dog to beat the next dog in front of him. That's what he wants to do all the time, and he'll do it. Now he heads into the final, and he has box one. What do you make of the draw, and what chance do you give him on Saturday night? Oh, he's got a very, very good chance, as all the rest of the young competitors have got. A uh, very, very even field right across, and New South Wales is very well represented. Uh, with their full um, entrance into it. And um, you've got the other guys from South Australia, Western Australia, Victoria and Tasmania. And it's very, very sad that the other two guys have been taken out of the race because then you could have the whole whole lot more under the umbrella for that, for that race. But oh, each has got a next to none chance as long as, as long as the race is run straight and true, and uh, which I think it will be, I think he's got a, a good chance of any dog in the race. I suppose there wouldn't be too many uh, dogs going around that would have more experience at Wentworth Park than him, or bar two of his races have been at Wentworth Park, and he really does seem to have gelled with the with the joint, doesn't he? Yeah, he really has. Um, but, you you know, you also have Richard Donner and you have um, Banded Ned and, and those dogs in the race. They know where Richard the place too. And um, he's only having his 20th, 20, 18th or 20th start this dog. But as, as you say, as you alluded to, he has learnt Wentworth Park. And, you know, what, what you do is just keep taking him there. He loves it. Now, you've been in the dogs for a long time and you've had some handy ones along the, ra- uh, along the way. You won the inaugural Maiden Classic with uh, Country Zulu. Uh, you've had Nacho Nelly. Doonside Danny was another one from a few years back. Yep. But this fella, how does he rate amongst the dogs that you've had throughout your career? Oh, far and far above all the other dogs. And we've just raised that dogs like Stinkly Smudge and that run third in the um, um, Big Peter's. Tommy Shelby and Playlist, he was a good little dog, but this dog has got that X factor where other dogs, they can compete with you for a point, and then they'll start to drop off. This dog goes up and up. I haven't, I don't know the ceiling on this dog yet. Like, he'll run home at 11, 11.50 at Wentworth Park, and he'll wow, and he can be sitting on you. Where are you going to go when you turn into the straight? I don't know. Mm. And you think you'll get over a bit more ground later on? Oh, 100%. 100% has been just niggles at you to do it, but you pull the right, the right swing with him and just keep him going along as a young dog because there's plenty of time for that and you just hope he gets get through all those races unscathed. Yeah, for sure. Now, it must be a huge honour to not only represent your state in the final this week, but like everyone else, um, you you put in hard, plenty of hard work with your partner, Pat. What would it mean to win a big one like this? I'd mean everything to Pat and I to take this dog along because we raced her mother, his mother rather, and just, just, to, be, just to be in the atmosphere of these races leading into them, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's very, very, you know, makes it all, all those getting up in the mornings and all that type of thing, as you know yourself with your dogs, um, with the things you aim for and when you get there, you've got to enjoy it as much as you can and don't let it override what you're doing. Just enjoy it and go along with it. It means so much to Pat and I to win any race, but it would mean so much to win 
one of these group races because we've been in them lately and we've run second and third. We run second in the um, Mossman with Lightning Ethics and um, you, you, you go so close to them. There's such good trainers out there that have multiple winners and hundreds of winners and they never, ever, ever win one of these races. It's just so hard to win. And Pat handles your dogs in all, in all the races down there at Wentworth Park and I reckon she looks like she's going to cry when she wins a grade five down there. How do you reckon she's going to go if she can win the sprint? Well, I think she'd cry whether they run first or last because I don't think she really cares as long as they get round okay. She's very, very good with the dogs and um, puts no pressure on them. And it's yeah, she, she gets excited for the dogs but she just really loves the dogs. She wouldn't care if they never raced. Yeah, 100%. Well, uh, I think most trainers are like that and it's going to it's gonna be a great final and you've got the leading local chance in it. So you're going to have a big crowd of support behind you on Saturday night. Best of luck and thank you for joining us on Going Greyhounds. Yeah. And just best of luck to everybody else in the race too. I hope they all get round safely and we have a good night. Yeah, great stuff. That was Peter Rogers who has Simply Limelight in the Group 1 National Sprint. A quick break on Going Greys and then we're going to chat to Cam Hallinan. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Up now. Kansas steps second. He's going to burrow up and take the lead now. Showing speed was Corborn Magic from out wide. It goes to second. Then Tiger Jack. Further back was Ziggy Stardust, Zipping Virginia. And last was Believe So. So Zipping Kansas has a lap to go. He leads by four as they race out of the straight. Holding second at the moment was Corborn Magic. Tiger Jack is trying to get wound up. Further back then was Ziggy Stardust, followed by Zipping Virginia. And the last one was Believe So. Zipping Kansas came off the back, leading by two lengths on Believe So, then Tiger Jack, but coming around the turn, Zipping Kansas is powering on the lure. Zipping Kansas charging clear and leads every step of the way. Zipping Kansas, six lengths. Corborn Magic has run second. Third in the race goes to Tiger Jack. In behind those... That was Zipping Kansas winning in a fast 41-44 at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. Cam Hallinan is his owner and breeder. Cam joins us now. Cam, good morning to you. Morning, Kat. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Now, this fella, he's a, he's a bit of an enigma wrapped in a riddle, isn't he? But it must have been a good feeling to see him win in that fashion on Saturday. No, definitely. That's that's the Kansas we all know he he is. But if box draws have always um, been against him. and But he's drew the red for, I don't know how long since he drew the red, and he's, he's shown us what he can do, which is good. Do you get the feeling in his past few runs that we're starting to see glimpses that he's getting back to his best? Yeah, definitely. No, he's, he's racing with a lot of confidence right now, so week to week 700 is also helping him, so it's good to see. Now he's first reserved for the National Distance Final this week. Uh, he's going to be right into the race if he happens to get a run. Oh, definitely, Kat, especially after the uh, 700 the week before. So he should be real, real fit and hard, ready to go. So we're just hoping we can get a run. If not, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what Magri's going to do. He just takes it week by week, so we're praying. Now, uh, one of the other reasons we wanted to get you on the show this morning is because you have a very exciting pup by the name of Zipping Orlando, who's trained by John and Minnie Finn. He won the Zoom Top Maiden and was brilliant on debut at Wenny last week. What can you tell us about him? Uh, well, he, he only broke in fair at Bathurst, but... I know he was always a hard chaser and he'd done nothing wrong in the kennels, but soon as once Minnie got him and he yeah, he's sort of just taken the next step and Minnie actually said to me, We've got the next uh, curios look out, he's gonna take over us. That's a big call. But I think I think Minnie's on the money. 
Yeah, there's been big raps on him even since before he lined up for that first start. There was, you know, talk going around that he'd already trialled in sub-30 time at Wentworth Park a few times. Any idea what his campaign's going to look like? Perhaps a tilt at the Youngstar Classic or Million Dollar Chase night? Yeah, I'd say Mini might push towards that. We're just going to take our time because he is only young cat. So I think, yeah, just try and get through his grades and go from there. Someone asked if they were going to going to put him in the Million Dollar Chase heats and nah, we're not in any rush. He's only young, so... The world's at his feet at the moment. Take it easy. Another youngster that you've got coming through, Zipping Novak, uh, he won at Wentworth Park in fast time a couple of weeks ago, and Jason Magri's already said that the million-dollar chase won't be on the on the cards for him. Um, he's another one going towards the youngster? I'd say so, yeah, definitely. He's, he's just, he needs to get to the lead to really show his potential, Novak, but he's the, he's the same as Kansas. A few starts, and if he can, if he can get near the bunny... Um, he, he's definitely hard to beat. He's just got to get a bit of confidence, that's all. And how about the old boy, Zibin Kyrgios? Uh, is he ready for another crack at the Tab Million Dollar Chase? Yeah, well, I've, he's definitely going to have a crack, but I think we've agreed, Mini and, and us, that this is probably his last hurrah. So let's hope we can get into the final, fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely. You've got some absolute rockets there in the in the kennels across the state at the moment and indeed down in Victoria as well. So best of luck coming up with them and um, thank you for joining us on Going Grays again this morning. Good on you, Kat. Have a good one. That was Cam Hallinan who owns some very fast dogs at the moment, Zipping Novak, Zipping Orlando and Zipping Kansas who are going to be tackling the features coming up in New South Wales very soon. We're going to take another quick break here on Going Grays and uh, after the break we're going to be joined by Tony Brett. <laughs> On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Set to go, ready, racing. French Martini only fairly away. Yuko Girl began well out wide. She's hammering across and she takes the lead. Yuko Girl in front by two. One smart one to second. French Martini to third, then Lectralad. They were then followed by analysing a big gap away to Flashing Oscar. Then Ziggy Star and High Expectation. Yuko Girl the leader on its hammer. French Martini. Yuko Girl up to the corner lead. French Martini out after it with one smart one. Yeah, French Martini over the top out wide wins it. French Martini into the final from on the outside. Yuko Girl, uh, one smart one will be third. Uh, Bit of a change to the, the schedule. That was uh, French Martini winning her MDC final at Gosford last week. We're going to have a chat to Peter Lagogiani while we try and get on to Tony Brett. Pete, good morning to you. Morning, Kat. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. That was your little girl winning up there at Gosford last Tuesday. She really loves the track up there and in uh, both runs there recently. She's defeated Hot Fields. You must be really happy with how she's performing at the moment. Yeah, Kat, couldn't be happier. You know, we gave her a little break from a little stint in Queensland and, uh, you know, we kept her on the fresh side this time in and uh, just trying a few little things different with her. Um, not, that, not that we want to change it up too much, but look, she excels wherever she goes. Um, She's a confident bitch like most dogs are today. So um, she's brimming with confidence. And look, when I saw her sitting second, you know, around the back there, you know, I got the whips out and started riding her home because I knew, I, I know I know what she can run. And, uh, and, and that last section is just probably, there, there's no other dog in New South Wales that can probably match her, you know, at the moment. She's had a big reputation since before her first start and you really haven't given her an easy task yet. She went straight into the Robert Smith Maiden there at the Gardens and she's only had 14 starts, but she's already won that and the ladies' bracelet. It did probably take her a few runs to sort of adapt to open-class company, but she really looks to be stepping up now, though. Yeah, look, age and experience means everything to to Greyhounds and and she's certainly coming to the forefront, you know, with that now and, uh, you know... 
look, from day dot, she showed us she was going to be something special, and, and it just showed she went 29-1 there at the Garden, winning the maiden, her heat, and then the final, and, um, you know, check its passage to win the final, you know, which I thought was an even better run than the heat. So, um, look, she, she she gets knocked to the canvas a couple of times and gets up and keeps chasing. So, And that's what you want from a greyhound, you know, just to see them continually chasing, and she does that. And uh, I know everyone wants to sort of com- compare dogs over the errors and all that, but she, um, the way she's going at the moment, how does she stack up against some of the good dogs you've had? Oh, look, there's some real good dogs in your stuff, Wales, you know, uh, and and I've had some real good dogs in the kennel too. Look, she's up there. She's up there, you know. I, I keep saying she's the female version of Feastone Leash, and I, he just had really an early pace where she just lacks that a little bit. But her, her, her finishing... You know, sections. Uh, her last sections is probably the, her best part of her racing, and and, and also her mid race. Um, you know, two out. You know, I reckon she could put it up there with anybody in New South Wales at the moment. So, uh, you know, probably the only one that she's got to beat is she's a pearls. You know, she's a flying machine. And look, there's a not, there's a really nice a nice crop of youngsters coming through now in New South Wales with, with some really good trainers. So. You know, it's exciting times for New South Wales and, uh, and you know, and of course, um, Australia-wide. You know, a million-dollar chase coming up in a month. Yeah, I guess the good thing is, as well, she's qualified early, so you don't have to sort of rush around and, and look for a, a qualifier for her. Was that part of your plan as well? Yeah, look, the, pa- the plan was with, with her to qualify early. Um, you know, we still got to go for a couple of times prior to heading off to Queensland. Um, it was always in the back of my mind. I'd love to go to Gosford and qualify there, and it, it paid off. So, yeah, we'll just take little steps now and uh, just give her a run here and there, you know. Uh, there's no major plans with her until the million-dollar chase, and we'll look forward to the racing her interstate after that, I hope. Yeah, and she heads down to the semi-finals at Wenny early next month, and as you mentioned, she's she's probably going to meet the Queen of Wentworth Park. She's a pearl um, at some stage in the in the next month or two. Um It'd be interesting to see the two of them clash. I mean, Pearl, we know how dominant she's been, but your girl's on the way up. She's already run the the 29-4 at Wentworth Park, and there's no probably no doubt in your mind that she could probably even go a little bit quicker than that. Yeah, look, yes and no. Kate, it, it all depends, again, on track conditions and, and you know, lucky running. Um, you know, she's a Pearl's got blinding first two spits. You know, I don't think any dog in Australia can, can lead her. You know, maybe that little bitch from Delgrino's kennel, you know, where she's fast, probably the only one that can probably match her. So um, taking nothing away from she's a pearl, you know. Uh, we, we believe our bitch is, is, is up to up to winning, you know, some major races. And, uh, you know, but again, luck in running with her. We don't have the brilliant early uh, speed and, and the box speed. So um, for us, it's more luck where we're sitting in, in, in the, at the first at the first turn at Wentworth Park. As you know, you know, it's quite treacherous and... Uh, if she's anywhere near him, you know, I know she's going to be a chance in any in any big event. Now, as it turns out, you've won the you've won two million dollar chase finals, and um, as it as the calendar goes, it's been won every second year since its inception. So, do you reckon you're due again this year? <laughs> you know, if I had a dollar that everybody said that to me in the last month, well, <laughs> I'd have I'd have some good punting money for the weekend. But yeah, look, uh, look, fingers crossed. You know, I I I think I come out. Publicly and said lightning doesn't strike twice, and you know had egg on my face when I won it the second time. So you know he's hoping lightning strikes three times. Yeah, and it, it's quickly become the race that everyone wants to win, uh, the prize money. But also there's a, there's a lot of hype around the race, and it really does capture everyone's uh, I guess imagination, not only in the industry but outside of the industry. For those trainers that are, are dreaming of getting there one day, can you explain to us what it's like? Oh, for sure, Kat. It, 
look, um, I said it before, uh, look, it's a dream. And, you know, when you win, it becomes a reality. And it takes a fair while to sink in, let me tell you. You know, uh, this concept is, is enormous for anybody. You know, it gives anybody a chance. I mean, there's, there's, there's heats up at Broken Hill, you know, that, you know, you can have people from out there come out and, and try and win a million dollars. You know, uh, most horses that, that end up, you know, on the racetrack can't win a million. And here we are, greyhounds are earning a million dollars and, and with, with their trainers and their own. And so, you know... Who, who would have thought that a dream of this of this nature can can come true? Well, guess what? It has for us Greyhound people, and uh, it has for me twice, and it can happen to anybody. It can happen to me, it can happen to anybody. So, you know, good luck to all. Yeah, well, you're back in the semifinals again this year with French Martini, and she's uh, no doubt going to uh, run a really nice race down there for you. So best of luck heading towards the series, Pete. We need all the good luck we can get, Kate. Thanks very much. Beautiful. See, at Gosford tonight, I think we're in the same race, race eight. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> no worries, it's on. We'll uh, take another quick break here on Going Greys and we've got Tony Brett standing by. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Off at the Queensland final, out wide Milligan began fast, coming across was Bogey Fury, favourites are going one too early, to third was Ben Mayo, followed by Magical Trav, then came Selwood Hayes Ferocity, 90 mile King, in front Milligan, Bogey Fury to the outside, but Milligan got away, and Milligan's Queensland straight track, one by three over Bogey Fury, also to Richmond, third 90 mile King, followed by Ferocity, Kismet Storm. That was Milligan winning the Queensland straight track final, who he now has down to Richmond uh, this Saturday morning for the National Championship and we're joined by his trainer, Tony Breck. Good morning, Tone. Morning, Kat. How you going? Yeah, very well. Thank you. This fella, he uh, really runs a bad race and on his day he's a very fast animal. You must have been really happy with the way he won the final up there at Capalaba. Yeah, it was over the moon with the run, Cat. He, he, he is a fast dog. He, he can gallop really nicely and uh, that, that's probably why he ended up at the straight is just his folders. He's a little bit tardy at the beginning, but he's, he's been jumping better down at Capella Bar. And uh, if he can take that to Richmond, he, he's a chance without a doubt. Now, we ventured down to Richmond on Saturday morning for a look at the track and was very impressive running 1759. What were your thoughts, first of all, on the trial and then also the track down there at Richmond? Yeah, really happy with the trial. He he, he did fluff the start a little bit, and, and, and that just comes back to getting used to the, the straight jumping out and onto the lure and the different run-up time. He's never sort of been with that. As you know, Capalaba's quiet in front, so you, you just, you're pretty much watching it rather than listening for it. So that's why I thought he needed a trial. And uh, So I think he can improve his first section a little bit. And, um, yeah, overall time was great. He went a little bit quicker than the New South Wales heat, even though there was a trouble in that race. But I was hoping he'd sort of run around the time that they could run sort of thing. So, uh, no, I was wrapped with that. And, uh, yeah, Richmond Strait's lovely. It's um, it, it, it's a great setup and, and very good with that. Um, like I said, the lure takes a little bit to get used to and uh, it's just, just watching replays over the over the time. It, it, it is different with it on the arm. The dogs do tend to want to go to the rail. You, you very rarely see a dog go up the outside, whereas... He does that at Capella Bar. He will stick to the outside of the track. So it's just a, sort of a matter of what he does this week from the eight box. Do you get the impression that he'll shift over? I think he may move that way slightly, but, but nowhere near probably what most dogs sort of do. I, I, I'm quite happy with the draw. It's a tough draw down there and, and it's such a good feel, but uh, 
But I didn't really want him drawn sort of from three to six sort of in the middle of the pack because of that, that squeezing up. And uh, whereas I, I think he will sit on the outside of the dogs and be happy to do that. And, and if he can do that and get into his rhythm, he, he'll be powering home because, uh, yeah, he gets to the line so strongly. And as you said, it's it's a cracking final. Um, Mr. America, who is the, the local straight track king, he's drawn perfectly in box two for him. Uh, and he actually went up there for the straight of origin up there at Capalabar a couple of weeks ago and met Milligan. Um, what do you make of, of that dog and, and how tough is it going to be to beat him this week? Oh, he, he's just a super straight dog, Catton, and he's won a dozen races here in a row. So, um, yeah, he, he, the, the locals at any track are hard to beat and he's made that track his own. And um, like I said, he came up here for the um, straight of origin and and he beat us fair and square. He jumped from the, the three box I think he had in that and he went as straight as an arrow, whereas we had the one box and we went looking for the outside and did a few things wrong, but we just weren't good enough on the day. So, um, yeah, I, I'd like him to find a bit of trouble if that's a possibility, but as I said, he, he's drawn really well, but... Uh, Probably, probably my saving grace may, may be like the likes of Bogey Fury drawn directly outside him, who, who's never been to the track. He didn't trial down there, so uh, if he comes out and happens to crash to the rail, well, it might cause a little bit of trouble inside, and that's probably what what I'm hoping for. Just a little bit of mix up in the middle, and, and like I said, I think he'll be storming down the outside. Now, this straight track race, it's only in its infancy, but I think the intention is for it to run alongside the, the Group 1 National Sprint and Distance in years to come. Those two races have been around for a long time. Um, and, you know, they may not be the, the richest races in Australia, but they are definitely prestigious, and you've won it in the past with Jury. Talk us through the feeling of representing your state and taking on the best greyhounds in the country. Uh, yeah, it, it, it is really special. I mean, it's... Uh... Like you said, you, you feel the support from home straight away as soon as you qualify. Like people are like, oh, go down and give it to the interstaters, and so there's that side of it. And um, yeah, it is. It is a bit disappointing that it has lost money-wise, and of course that does does take away from it a, a little bit in the fact that you don't always end up with the best finals as as as. And, and the straight tracks probably, honestly, out of the out of the three finals, the best of each state has probably gotten through, and that's why it's going to be such a good race. And uh, it uh, to see it step up and twenty five thousand dollars. I remember we were racing at Capella Bay years ago, and for eight hundred dollars. So I mean, to think you can be in a straight track race where you're running for twenty five thousand dollars, the money's just fantastic. And like you said, it's only in its infancy, but I think with straight track racing going ahead the way it is um it's just going to get better and better and better every year and uh but yeah there's something something special about the nationals it's and like you said it's not always about the money and um i, I wear me uh maroon jumper down there loud and proud and uh yeah no better feeling than, than to beat the interstate dogs now on the catching pen tonight, our Chasing Tales story is on Desley Williams, who, of course, lives on your property. And she uh, she had a, a very, very good dog back in the day called Dashing Corsair, who's the only dog to win a national sprint and distance championship. Just give us a couple of words on, on not only Desley, but that dog and what you remember of him. Yeah, Dashing Corsair, he was one of the best. He's one of the best to come out of Queensland. Um, I saw him walk off in the in the. The, the heat up here, he'd won the heat just before he finished racing and he, he walked off lame and, and I put a pencil through him straight away. How, how do you come back from um, with a little injury and, and be up against the best? And he came out and won that final and won it amazingly. So that, that goes to show what sort of dog he was. And uh, 
and trained by one of the best, Desley herself. Um, she's just been a major asset to, to Queensland Grand Racing, and, and like you said, you'll see that tonight in, in what she's done, and uh, she's a major part of our operation here now, and, and probably one of the main reasons why we have made the call to step back a little bit and, and, and cut our numbers back, because we know we can go away and do stuff, and, and Desley um, can, can take care of the the operation at home and, and with full trust and faith, she's just that sort of person and uh, we love her and, yeah, like I said, she's uh, she's great for the grand industry. Absolutely. Well, you'll see that story on uh, the catching pen tonight on Sky Racing 2 and uh, Tony Brett, who has Milligan in the straight track championship there on Saturday. Good luck to you, Tony. Go the Queenslanders. Thanks, Kat. <laughs> that was Tony Brett, and that wraps us up for another episode of Going Greyhounds. Matt Jackson will be back from next week, but for, uh, until then, uh, safe journeys to everyone in the, in the Group 1s this week and safe racing to everyone.